no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie There's one thing I can't stand. It's this bar and this cover band trying to fake their way through castles made of sand. Somewhere along the line, Sean Majors, I got real tired of cover songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it happened. I don't know why it happened. I don't want to hear artists I like do a bunch of covers. I don't definitely don't want to hear cover songs of artists that I like. Mm-hmm. I don't want any parts of it anymore. Mm-hmm. Except for at a show. Now, there is a place in a concert where a cover song belongs, and it can change the night from a thumbs up to two thumbs up. It can really take you to the place. <laughs> it can double the thumbs. Go. I mean, shit. When you got 50% increase on thumb, come on, pal. Mm-hmm. You know you're fishing to have a good time. Mm-mm. So, I was looking at the list because this is a very well-produced and organized podcast that i probably should have said the name of by now it's called cold dog soup the mixtape mm-hmm. um but i figure if you're listening to this you probably already knew that oh yeah you had to read it when you were clicking on the link this didn't just come up somewhere yeah, you they're weren't just they're doing fine. it's not a native advertisement that got you um this didn't pop up on a window you can't find to close on your computer while you're at work and your boss is coming this isn't what we do hit that boss take key care of the people <laughs> um but this particular song I saw on the list you had you had put this on, um, and I said, "Yeah, hell yeah, let's do that." It's got all the things that that we need. It's a good song. It's by an artist that we both like, um, and it tells a story. It's very similar to how this thing jumped off of Twitter and the Monkey Man. Like um, we can just tell a good story on this thing, but I don't hear that song in its original form in my head. Mm. I hear a cover version. Of that, the song in question, Bruce Springsteen's "Atlantic City," um, comes from the album Nebraska. At least I hope that's what it comes from yeah, because I from just Nebraska. said that. I feel like it does. Um, an album that I had not listened to in uh, many, 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 many years. It's a real think piece. Uh, but I cut it on the other day, and I was like, "Man, I miss this record." Um, a record that I remember discussing with uh, with Jason Isbell saying, yeah, I just want to make that with electric guitars. <laughs> or I want him, I want Springsteen to make that with electric, electric guitars. Um, but it's a did. great record. And <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. The kid does what he says he's going to do. Um, and, but I still don't hear Atlantic City. I hear maybe the beginning parts in Bruce's voice, but it quickly morphs into the band did not even know the band had a version of it it is it is very different because springsteen's nebraska was extremely sparse instrumentally Mm -hmm. um it was just mostly an acoustic guitar most of the time um atlantic city is no different it's a very you know it's got a good a good drive and rhythm to it but it's not not a lot of overlays and not a lot of stuff over the top of it. No big old solo or anything like that. Um, but the band starts with a damn mandolin and it has just this catchy mandolin riff that runs throughout it. And I remember it being one of those things that 
in the good old days, kids, before there was a new tube, and when you had to really go out there and hunt the internet to steal music, um, finding the bands Atlantic City was one of my prized possessions. Mm. Like you had to go through a lot of what turned out to be porn. Before you got to <laughs> the bands Atlantic City. Usually it's the other I way around. You're looking for porn. <laughs> right. And you just keep getting the bands Atlantic City. <laughs> I went through a lot of Debbie Does Dallas's to get to the bands Atlantic City. So that's the one we're going to play. But the song is the same. I think you mean I mean, Dango Does Dallas. Story. <laughs> oh, shit. Would watch. <laughs> Would watch that right now. Would love there to be a, a documentary style uh, movie where Danko's playing some <laughs> some club in fucking Dallas, um, and I'd watch the shit out of that. So there's, but Sean, you're the you're the. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so I was gonna say we we um so we I I began the uh, the mini app last uh, last week with the, uh, about 25 seconds of, of of the band's version, and it reminds me of like a time. I think it's the same time because that came out in '91. Because when you said the the band had a version, I was like, well, shit, I, I'm pretty sure Springsteen's is the original. And it is. But the band came out in 91 with this sound that, like, it reminds me of what the Grateful Dead was doing at the same time with Touch of Grey. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's just, it's, 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 it's a very dated song. I like it, but it's a very, you could tell that it, it is, like the era of the traveling Wilburys, the era where like somehow Roy Orbison is on VH1. Um, you know, we're, we're uh, rock stars of the sixties and the seventies are still making music in like the early nineties. And it, and it had, it just has a very similar sound. They all sound alike. Um, and it was, it was, it was from the bands. Uh, I believe that was on their cover record. I think this whole record was. Covered. Oh, really? Um, and if if you're right, I'm not. If if '91 is the year on that, then I'm sure that I mean that's well after their heyday. Um, shit, I'm questioning '91, but I didn't look it up, so I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Um, it could be the time around when they got together um, for the Dylan 30th anniversary concert. Yep. Um, and what that means is Robbie Robertson is not there. Yeah. Um, there was a giant split. Everybody left. Robbie, um, yeah. Robbie and and Le- Levon could not work out whatever, um, and so it it does have clearly the Levon led sound. This is a a mountain song by one Arkansas and a bunch of Canadians. Um, <laughs> shit, Richard Manuel's Richard actually at that time it's probably just one Canadian because Richard Manuel's dead too mm-hmm. um, by then, and uh, Garth Hudson can't be classified as a man from any country cause he's Garth Hudson. Um, <laughs> um it looks like, uh, so the, the, um, Atlantic city cover was off of Jericho, which was released November 2nd, 1993. Bob Dylan's 30th anniversary, uh, was, uh, 92. So yeah, same, same the, time. The kid, the kid knows his shit. He got the record wrong, but he knows his <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, it's the band's version. I always hear in my head. Um, because when Levon says they blew up the chicken man in Philly last night, it sounds like he's reading the newspaper. When Bruce says it, it sounds like he might have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Will they? Oh, man, I've never thought of that. Man, I can't wait to get into this song. I can't wait. But, yeah, you're the you're the Springsteen guy of this podcast. More than I, I love Springsteen. Don't get me wrong, but I don't go, I don't go as deep as you do. Is Springsteen um, a, a top five for you by any means? Has he ever cracked your top no. five? No. 
Now, th- there was a time when I first got into Springsteen, um, he certainly would have been, but that was very early in my sort of, hey, I'm not listening to just rap music anymore. Yeah. So the landscape was not as big. And I mean, obviously I knew who Bruce Springsteen was. Sure. And I'm going to keep relating this to Isbel because I never I never think about Springsteen without thinking about Isbel. The first time I heard Thunder Road, I didn't know what it was. Mm. I heard Isbel play it at La Fonda. <laughs> I didn't have a, I had never heard the song before. And um, I knew that it wasn't his, but I also, and I also knew that it must be too important uh, for me to go ask somebody what this is. I'd look like a fucking idiot. Right. So I just had to really sit with it and like, uh, and what, what do I know? It's like, Thunder Road, Thunder Road. That sounds, I believe that might be a Springsteen song. So I just went with it. Yes, I definitively remember the first time hearing it played was, and, and I was like, oh, okay. So that means I got to go. I got to go investigate the Springsteen business because at that time I just knew shit. Dancing in the Dark probably yeah. and born in the US, uh Glory. born in the USA and that kind of thing. Yeah. I think the first the first time I heard Born to Run and recognized it as Born to Run and it being Bruce Springsteen was walking through a Walmart. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, that's a thing. So yeah, I'm I was very new to this and I did I do not go super deep with him. Um because by the time the E Street Band comes around, that big old sound, that's going to lose me. Too many musicians is probably going to lose me at some point. Yeah. I can't, I can't focus, Bruce. I just can't focus. But <laughs> I usually, um, I usually like, I usually have a problem with that too. But man, something, something about it, man. I tell you. I mean, a big man joined the band, mm-hmm. so everybody gets excited about that. Patty Scalfa um, on, on tambourine. Uh, come on, red. Um, but uh, Jesus Christ, Christopher Mad Dog Russo opens his sports show up. He is a huge Springsteen fan. He opens it up with Radio Nowhere. Yeah, and I'm here to tell you, it's the greatest opening song maybe to anything ever. Like there is no getting around that song. Gets you ready to listen to some hot sports takes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, Atlantic City, maybe, it's probably not my favorite Springsteen song, but it's probably the one I've listened to most because of the band. It's probably, um, by the way, uh, if there's anybody living, uh, and any living members of the band, they should get together and uh, cover Danko Manual by Jason Isbell just for the hell of it. It's just going to be Garth Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> um Atlantic City might be the most upbeat song on Nebraska. <laughs> Without, I mean, it's either that or like, uh, is it Johnny 99 or? Yeah. Uh, high, whatever Highwayman. <laughs> I was, I was telling uh, Creel last, uh, on, on the mini episode last week that it's kind of, Nebraska's kind of a concept album, right? It's, uh, it conjures up. Well, it's imi- a full on concept album. It's, it starts with a Bonnie and Clyde-esque uh, Con- murder conjures up images of the uh, Dust Bowl. Yeah, it's it's well, it's Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. is what it is. Um, I don't I don't know when Ghost of Tom Joad was written, but like Ghost of Tom Joad is essentially just Nebraska all in one sitting. Yeah, um, it is. There's is is there is there a song in Nebraska that that uh, is kind of. Uh, a retelling of the um, "A Good Man's Hard to Find" by Flannery O'Connor. Mm, 
maybe something like that. I, I definitely said that with authority in in last week's episode. So let's just say there is. Sure, I'll go with it. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm more familiar with the Tom Waits song, "A Good Man's Hard to Find." I certainly read that in high school, but I don't remember a damn word about it. Yeah, it's a weird song. Or but Nebraska, weirdo. in and of itself, is man. It is a powerful piece of recorded music from the opening sad harmonica um, to the tale of those two. I mean, the opening track ends with you know him wanting his girlfriend on his lap when they put him in the electric chair. Yeah. And um, uh, what is it? Highway Patrol. Oh, shit. I'm, t- I'm terrible with song names because I don't care about you them. You got Nebraska. Um, you got Atlantic City. You got Mansion on the Hill. You got Johnny 99, Highway Patrolman, State Trooper, Used Cars. So th- that's where I'm getting confused is between Highway Patrolman and State Trooper. It's Highway Patrolman yeah. that tells the story of a brother – uh, two brothers, one a highway patrolman, one a uh, uh, a damn convict. Yeah. Um, and he's he's having to struggle with his brother getting in trouble, and how does he handle that? And it, it includes the line, Van turns his back on his family. Well, he just ain't no good. And that sums it all up. Yeah. That's the whole record right there. And then used cars is just a heartbreaking tale of a kid – telling the story of getting a new used car and how the family was both excited and also destroyed because they wanted, they wanted a new car, but they, they couldn't afford one. And the salesman kind of giving them the run around, but his sister would just sit out in the driveway, beeping the horn and ah, just, just a masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, like I'm not breaking news here, yeah. but like, it's one of those things that you will forget how great it is. Uh, because I did, I literally forgot how great Nebraska was and how much I loved it, and then I cut it on and like, there's you don't skip anything, you just ride. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's definitely been like I think used car has that uh, and it, it ends with uh, uh, you know the, the the day my number comes in, I I'm, I'm never gonna ride in no used car again. Riding a used car again, and it's just like it's it, it, lines like that make it like one of one of the um. Like one of those albums that like I gotta stay away from because then I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I didn't listen to it. Mansion on the Hill is the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's looking up at rich people and sort of having that as something to aspire to, but you also know they'll never get there. Like that's the thing with the Springsteen record is lyrically it might be full of hope. But sonically, you know those characters are never going to make it. Yeah. and that, Or they're constantly making a bad decision in an attempt to make it. And that's, and that's I think, exemplified in one of the final verses of <clears throat> Atlantic City. Uh, Atlantic City, by far, is uh, my favorite song on the album. It's one of my favorite Springsteen songs. And actually, Jason Isbell does a cover of this, too, and it's fucking incredible. Um, should we get into it? Let's go. Oh, which starts off with but one of my favorite opening lines of all time. <laughs> um, well, they, and, and it starts that you have to, you have to, even if you do like the band version better, you have to start off saying it, uh, singing it like Springsteen. Well, they blew up the chicken man in Philly last night. Now they blew up his house too. Down on the boardwalk, they're getting ready for a fight. Going to see what them racket boys can do. 
Um, so the chicken man was apparently a real person. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fi- Philip Testa. Philip Testa. Tista. He was blown up in Philly, March 1981. He was called the chicken man. He was called the chicken man because of scars from chicken pox. I just I just assumed he he was like trafficking black market chicken patties. I, like I just th- I, for for you know the first two hundred times I heard this, I thought it was just a chicken restaurant they blew up. Which I was like, why the fuck would you blow up a chicken restaurant? <laughs> what are you doing, boys? Well, that is, uh, I mean, you know, it's it's not it's not completely out of out of the ordinary because there's that Bojangles here in Huntsville that burns down every six months. <laughs> Oh my god, um, which is kind of topical because, like, I mean, shit. This 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 song was recorded January of eighty two, and Philip Testa was blown up in Philly nine months earlier. So <laughs> it's just Bruce reading the paper, full Patterson Hood, just thumping it, <laughs> talking to talking to uh, little Stevie, talking to little Stevie. Hey, you know they blew up the Chicken Man last night. Yeah, Blew up his damn house, too. <laughs> Down on the boardwalk, they're getting ready for a fight. You can see what them racket boys can do. Now there's trouble bussing in from out of state, and the DA can't get no relief. Going to be a rumble out on the promenade, and the gambling commission's hanging on by the skin of its teeth. So, and that's how, that's one of those classic uh, end of a, of, of a verse that Springsteen does when he crams way too many syllables in the very last line. Yep. <laughs> and, and it's just, you know, a better podcast would have done the research and told you everything that this was about realistically. Mm. But I got to tell you, I don't care. Yeah. Because what it does is it sets the framework for this song right off the bat without knowing the specific details of the things he's singing about. I understand when, where, and how this is happening. And I understand the lives of the kind of people that would care about this information yeah and i mean it's uh it, it it gives you an overall feeling about you know just just where you are in life um i mean i i remember hearing about this kind of stuff just from my grandma just growing up and stuff like that yeah um patterson that's the way it goes yeah <laughs> you know um you asked for a better podcast. You got a better podcast. The Philadelphia crime family, also known as the Scarfo family, which the chicken man oversaw before his death, had underground control of Atlantic City and much of Jersey. His death ushered in a new period of instability, likely causing a lot of criminal movement and activity in local Jersey towns. The DA can't control the situation anymore. Um, the Gambling, Commis- Gambling Commission... Um, is probably referring to the government commission tasked with bringing casino gambling to Atlantic City. Yeah, I mean that's all of this is pretty like you know, there's con- there's enough context clues that you don't need to know, like you said. Right, right. Um, the uh, the chorus, which it was right before Easter in the first week <laughs> of spring. <laughs> we I can't wait till we till we're comfortable doing another drive by truckers one two punch. Um. Well, now, everything dies, baby. That's a fact. But maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty, and meet me tonight in, in Atlantic City. 
now it turns into a Springsteen song. How this motherfucker turned into 57 channels and nothing's on, nothing's on 10 years later, I will never fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess he got super rich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. He got super rich, and it's hard to write songs like this when you're super rich. It took some guys doing a bad, bad thing in September to get him out of his rut. Um, but right there... If you wanted to ask me to sum up Bruce Springsteen, I'd probably just point you to that chorus. Yeah, I mean, is because you know he's 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 potentially talking about um, a love that he has with with a with a with a partner, but he's kind of talking about his own inevitable death, inevitable inevitably if that's. In ten minutes, because he's getting caught up with the with the racket boys, or you know, if he dies mm-hmm. at the ripe old age of ninety two, you know, yeah, or the city is dead, and so they're bussing in, gambling from out of state to try to bring it back. Um, it's it everything is right there without you having to go look for it, and the way that Springsteen served up regular people and made them into something like I used to always argue like when born to run is this, is this just, excuse me, thunder road is this beautiful song to me. Um, and I would always argue with various people about like, Oh, how can you, how can you say it's beautiful when he says that awful thing about that woman? You're not a beauty, but Hey, you're all right. And that's all right with me. But that's what makes it beautiful to me is that he understands what people are. And he's okay with it. Put your makeup on. Because you're going to need it because you are a hatchet face. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your hair up pretty. Meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Run a comb through that bird's nest of yours. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it, it conjures up those images of almost like, you know, the 60s or, or the 70s, which wasn't that fucking far away in 82. Um, no. That, you know, we're, we're going to the city, so... Fix your hair up pretty is like, and later on when he talks about stockings and stuff, it's just like you know I'm I'm gonna take my gal out for the night in town, show her show her around, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I got a job and tried to put my money away, but I got debts that no honest man can pay. So I drew what I had from the central trust, bought us two tickets on that coast city bus. Stop. <sighs> Again, regular people. Shit. Mm-hmm. I tried to do right. I promise you I tried to do right. But I can't break through living a normal man's life. I'm going to take out my best gal. For sure. We are going out. The the um, the forethought to, to name a bank. To not just say I went to the bank and got some money. Yeah. <laughs> Central Trust. Central Trust changes how this works because A... Um, it conjures up an image of the kind of bank that it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for yeah. actual local people, they know the bank. That oh, it yeah, is. Central Trust. Yeah. Um, and then, so we're going great, right? We're, we're doing, we're we're doing okay. He's he's working, he's trying to save some money. It's not perfect, but he's got enough. To, he's got enough to go get some money and to take his girl out. But how did they have to get there, Shawnee? How did they have to get to Atlantic City? On the mega bus, on that coast city the bus, fucking coast city bus, man, could you imagine? It, it's 2020. Sean Majors, 
uh, real estate magnate, <laughs> Matt Hankins, uh, BI analyst, uh-huh. have called up their respective lady loves, uh-huh. and they've said, lady love, go down to the Mac store. Buy what you want. <laughs> Tease up that hair. Put some damn color in that son of a bitch. I don't care if it's purple and gold, baby. Because tonight we're going out. Oh, we are? Where are we going? We're going to Tunica on a joiner bus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found a deal. Anyone rides for a dollar on the mega bus. <clears throat> Wait, what always gets me about this line is that, like, or about, about this verse is that he's building on, like, the, um... The chorus, like, you know, drew what I had from Central Trust and I bought us two tickets on the Coast City bus. Um, but he sneaks in that second line that's like, I got debts no honest man can pay. Which no just honest man. Like, he, which just, uh, I mean, he's going to pay him. <laughs> he's going to pay those debts. Yeah. Um, one way or the other. Or everything that dies, might. we're going to see if it comes back if I don't pay him. Yeah, exactly. And he's seemingly, seemingly we transition from the chorus to the next verse, seemingly we transition away from the story he was telling in the beginning. Yeah. But the line, no honest man lets us know we're not done with that story yet. Yeah. And if he, I mean, if he's talking about the chicken man and the racket boys and the gambling commissioner and the DA, you know, he might, he might know these people personally. And you know what? These, these fucking debts that he, that he, uh, that he has, you know, he, he talks about having a job and, and trying to put his money away. Maybe the debts that he has aren't fucking monetary debts. You know, maybe they're... Also true. You know, um, maybe he owes somebody some, uh, you know, a murder. (laughs) That'll be one murder, The Chicken Man family needs something done. Because the Chicken Man was blown up last Mm -hmm. night. And I'm probably not going to make it much longer. So I'm just going to take my money out. And we're going to go to Atlantic City. Mm Mm-hmm. There's some new cat up there run by the name of Donald. Got a great place I want to go to. <laughs> I'll be bankrupt in two years. Um, well, now, everything dies, baby. That's a fact. Maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair pretty. Meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Now we get to the bridge. Our luck may have died, and our luck may be... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Our luck may have died, and our love may be cold. But with you forever, I'll stay. We're going out. Where the sands turn into gold. So put on your stockings, baby, because the night's getting cold. Is that not every relationship after a certain period of time? Like, that's, that is, that is what love is. Like, that's actually, it's not the thing that we wish it was. It's It's not not the thing that it was in the beginning. It's not the honeymoon It's not what the, it's not doing the talk like the talk on the TV. Yeah. Um, that's it. Our we're we're down on our luck. We are the couple from Fairy Tale of New York, um, and our love is cold. That is a descriptive way to, to talk about a love. Yeah, I mean you're right. It's it's the it's those days when your your luck's run out and your love is 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 zero degrees Kelvin. That's what. That's what love is. It's uh, still finding finding a reason why you're going to stay with them forever. And this money would be so much better spent on so many other things. So many things. And this woman in this case probably thinks that way. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably the smart one of this bunch. <laughs> and she's thinking to herself, 
Brucey baby. Why is the Brucey why baby? Do have, why do you have four hundred and six dollars <laughs> from the bank? I don't know why that I did a spit take on that. I one. I don't have stockings worth a damn. Oh um, yeah, there's I wear my stockings, stockings to the yeah. I wear stockings to the diner to work. Um, but here you are, and when you put it that way, we're going where the sands turn to gold. I gotta get these fucking stockings on, Bruce, because it seems like you're probably gonna die soon. So <laughs> I guess we go burn her out one more time. Oh, so put on your stockings, baby, because the night's getting cold. Everything that dies, baby, that's a fact. Maybe everything that dies someday comes back. <clears throat> Third verse. Now, I've been looking for a job, but it's hard to find. Even though, <laughs> in verse 2, he said, we, I got a job. He has lost had one. He has lost a job in the span of a bridge and a chorus. I think, like, I feel like he's telling, this is him telling her. He's, he led in with an innocuous story about some trouble that went on. <laughs> he led with that. Yeah, I think I know where he's now, going with this. He knows where he's he knows at this point he's taking all the money out. And he's baby, you know, I've been working, been trying to save this money, but we ain't getting nowhere. And now he's dropping the bombshell. He's led with let's go to Atlantic City. Now he's dropping the bombshell of hey, guess what? Uh okay. you know that line? You know that line that everybody draws where they say, Up here's the winners and the losers, <laughs> and up here's the employed and the unemployed. Well, uh, by cardinal directions, honey. I'm soggy waffles at this point. I am south of the line. Oh, man. I wanted to laugh at that, but I had to sneeze. <clears throat> and I have no idea if I recorded <laughs> it or not. Excuse me. Soggy waffles is something. That's just, I'd, I'd like for that to be my, like, secret service code name. So. I, well, I'll tell you how I know that. My five-year-old just is learning directions at school. Mm. And back in our day, they just told us north, south, east, and west. That's what they told us. Learn it, dumb shits. Yeah. News, that's what they'd tell us. Yeah. Well, they taught him to remember it with a mnemonic device of never eat soggy waffles. <laughs> that's stupid. And so I was grilling him on something the other day, and I asked him, all right, son, which direction is Florida from here? Is it... uh?" And he said, what? I don't I don't know. Down, I guess. I said, no. Which one is it? I said, you remember you remember the thing about the waffles? He said, oh, oh, Florida. Florida's soggy. Your son's getting a terrible education. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I tell you what. <laughs> all, all. I looked at my compass and it's pointing to never. <laughs> that old never star is gonna guide us baby to where the sands turn to gold god damn um now i've been looking for a job but it's hard to find down here it's just winners and losers and don't get caught on the wrong side of that line i'm tired of and that's a that's an incredible line it is it is because he says it like all out it's it's again those lines with way too many fucking syllables um, and in the band version is and i'm south of a line which is a, a, a slight discrepancy. Yeah. And I like that. That's a, that's a good little, nice little take on the band. You know what? Sign those kids. Um, down here, it's just winners and losers and don't get caught on the wrong side of that line. Well, I'm tired coming out on the losing end. 
So, honey, last night I met this guy, and I'm going to do a little favor for him. Which, to me, that last line is the most, is the saddest fucking line to end a song on, because we all know how that shit's going to end. This guy is in jail, dead, or both by the end of the, by the end of the song. It is, like, he doesn't bother telling us what it is. He doesn't bother telling us how it turns out, because we know. Because this is a Springsteen song. I think this he is probably Nebraska. he probably gets murdered at the souvenir stand by Tweeter and the Monkey Man. Holy <laughs> shit! All I got to do is drive this ambulance for a guy for a night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the the favor is is intentionally ambiguous, but I mean you know we can guess that it's, it's not. Uh... It is one hundred percent clear. <laughs> <laughs> It's 100. It reminds me of, um, so I got an email or a notification from Spotify the other day that told me a stat. And uh, it's, I don't know if this is not the thing in my life I'm most proud of, Sean Majors. (laughs) Spotify told me, hey, did you know that you are in the 1% of Mark Knopfler fans. Oh, fuck. I got you one listen for Bob to Dylan. <laughs> you listen to 99% more Mark Knopfler, not Dire Straits, Mark Knopfler, than everybody else using Spotify. You should be very proud and of that. I'm very proud. And, and there's a, a, a Knopfler song called Corn Beef City. <clears throat> and it tells a very similar tale to this of a truck driver um, and the the thing that's repeated in that song is, I got a truck to unload for cash in hand. You never ask questions when it's cash in hand. Mm-mm. And that is, that is something that 99% of the population don't know what it's like yeah. to have to operate for cash in hand. Um, that's a level of, that's a level of downtrodden that is almost worse than destitute. Like, I've always said, for me, it's worse to make a four on a school test than it is a zero. <laughs> you tried. A zero, you fucking just wrote your name, I don't know shit, and you turned it in. Mm-hmm. A four, you had some capacity <laughs> to do better on this test. So being able to hustle up a racket that paid you cash under the table. Yeah. Is so much worse than just for me. So much worse than just having nothing, knowing you have nothing and being like, "Well, I'm a street guy now. I'm a fellow that pushes a cart." Yeah. That's who I am. I sleep on a grate. I sleep on a couch. I don't I'm just I'm giving in to nothing. Having the get up and go to go find a hustle just to make it to the next day seems like a such worse life to me. Sad as shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, to that, to that, uh, to this day, I still like kind of get chills every time I, uh, I hear that last, um, that last line. And there are songs that we love. That is, that is a hallmark of a song that I truly truly love a a song that's truly well written is you dread a certain line coming 
Oh yeah, you for dread sure. it because you know how it's going to make you feel every single time. Every single you fucking know time. How, when it gets there. Um, there's a line. Oh my god, there's a line in a Guy Clark song about. Um, it's about a traveling Wilbury fiddle player named traveling Wilbury, a traveling field, uh, fiddle player named Sis Draper. And the song tells a story of this, this, you know, this rural family. Um, and Sis Draper is going to come to play music at their home that night that she's on tour playing the houses of people is this Sis Draper. And it's a very upbeat, jaunty fiddle tune. And everybody's so excited about Sis Draper. And when she's done, she's got to move on to go to the next town. And she mounts up the wagon and the whole dumb clan goes out on the front porch to wave goodbye to Sis Draper. And the last line of the song is, wishing we was in that wagon. Mm. And it breaks my heart. Yeah, sure. Every time. And I dread it. And I want to cut the song off before it gets there. But I cannot because I've got to complete the circle. And this line's the same way. Because you know this shit ain't working out. Mm Mm-mm. You know it ain't working out. And that poor dumb waitress is probably going to get killed too in Atlantic City on Golden Sands. <laughs> or, or, several years later, she's going to write a postcard to Tom Waits from jail. Oh, of course. <laughs> Wait, is that the hooker in uh, Minneapolis? Charlie, I'm pregnant. Living on Ninth Street. But but those are the those are the people those are the people in the, those are the people in songs that truly get you is they just you know they ain't got it man and I don't know what it is about the human condition that makes us seek that out oh yeah like if you give me a song where it works out good in the end I don't know fuck that yeah I don't give a shit that shit you care about that and but like for me for me to like continue to it listen all works to- out for Despacito and I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> And that's that's the thing though. If it's if it's if it cuts so deep, I will I will actively avoid this fu- these fucking songs. Uh, yes, yes. Um, yes. I don't want to. I don't want to feel like this today. Not today. <laughs> not today, Bruce. Not today. Not today, Bruce. With the band's version, it helps a little bit because it is a little more jaunty and upbeat. It's very jaunty. But still, you know it ain't gonna work out. It never works out. Mm-mm. And when it, and just like you mentioned earlier, you know, 57 channels and nothing on those kinds of songs Suck. where it does kind of work out. Yeah. They don't, they, as the kids say, they hit different. It hits different <laughs> when they don't work out. It doesn't slap. It does not slap. This shit right here. Slap. It's not right. Nebraska slaps. It slaps y'all. This motherfucker spitting. Um, I do have to make a plug for uh, a a latter day Bruce Springsteen song, which is like ten years old now. But it's "I'll Work for Your Love" by uh, by Bruce Springsteen off <clears throat> off the album Magic, which is a stupid name for an album. Um, mm-hmm. But it has the uh, the opening verse is as I read it: "Pour me a drink, Teresa, in one of those glasses you dust off. I'll watch the bones in your back like the Stations of the Cross." Your hair, the su- isn't that like? Doesn't that like Woo! tell you exactly where he's where he's at? Woo! I'm here to tell you, I'm very interested in this Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Around your hair, the sun lifts a halo. Your lips, a crown of thorns. Whatever the deal's going down to this one, I'm sworn. Um, it is... It is, it's, it's, it's something that, that watch the bones in your back, like the stations of the cross that brings me back to like the complete focus on just one thing at a time that the, um, that Atlantic city kind of brings, whether it's the girl bringing the girl to Atlantic city. Uh, I mean, you know what, now that I think about it, maybe he's just using bringing the girl to Atlantic city as an excuse to, as a fucking alibi. Also very true. You know? Very true. Oh, man. What a world. I can't listen God, to the song again tonight. Lyric? What is the one? Oh, man. What is my favorite stupid Springsteen lyric? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I found it. I'll get back to it. Um, there's two two things that Springsteen always reminds me of. One is this lyric that we'll probably end up on. And the other is this story. It involves a very young in their relationship, Rob and Larry. <laughs> that's us by the way <laughs> and rob needed a ride home and larry said well fuck it bud i'll take you home oh yeah from class so riding. i wasn't drunk yeah 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 the, for once this is the last um, time i was so riding <laughs> the very last time and we're riding and uh we're talking and whatever and i said something about fucking rangers had a homecoming Harlem late last night <laughs> and you looked at me with this dumbfounded look you had no clue what I was talking about and uh you said what I said it's the fucking we were just talking about Springsteen that's from 10th Avenue Freeze yeah and you looked at me with the saddest eyes and said I'm really upset I didn't know that yeah <laughs> oh yeah But I'll uh, say the stuff, and then I'll say some other stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, this is Cold Dog Soup. Mixtape. <laughs> um, if you like what you're listening to, tell us why. Fucking tweet at us. We got some tweets about other songs that have robots in them. Mm-hmm. They weren't real robots. Like Taco mm-hmm. had a real robot. Um, we appreciate the good work done by our executive producer, Cassie Readmore Readmore. Um, her, uh, guidance, her support, her encouragement gives our souls license to soar. Um, if you'd like to support us in a more personal way, go to patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash TTF. Or you could go to TTFnetwork.com, which is a website that is functional. And uh, I think that's it, right? You know, r- rate us, uh, give us uh, five stars on iTunes. No, or give us three stars. I don't give a shit. Give me some stars. Yeah, just give us some stars, man. Come on, give me those stars, baby. I have HBO. I have, so, I have Cinemax. I need those st- stars, baby. I need them stars, baby. I want to see some black people on TV. <laughs> give me stars. <laughs> Is stars uh, primarily an African-American Power. It seems to be that way. That's where, that's where Power, Power, the show Power was there. Mm, it's a good show. Um, so, Springsteen, Loda, as we talked about, wrote some just some lines that rip rip you to shreds. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the rising after 9-11 is a very powerful, sad, um, was it Amadou Diallo, the guy that the cops shot 41 times? That's probably not his name. Maybe it is, though. Maybe I got it right. Amadou Diallo could be a African dictator, could be a soccer player, or he could be a guy that was killed by the police 
uh, being shot 41 times for having his wallet in his hand. Just sad, just sad. (laughs) The thing I think that gets me the most, the saddest Springsteen lyric for me is this. Sandy, the waitress I was seeing, lost her desire for me. So I'm telling you out there, Sandys, for the sake of all of us, Mm -hmm. keep fucking the guy ordering the hard-boiled eggs. (laughs) This has been Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. Chicken man in Philly last night And they blew up his house too Down on the boardwalk They're ready for a fight Gonna see what them racket boys can do Now there's trouble bussing in From out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on the promenade And the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, baby, that's a fact But maybe everything that dies, someday he comes back Put your makeup on, fix your hair up Man